10 things that you need to audit in your business right now to have a more successful, highly profitable year. Where do you want to be this year? What do you want to accomplish in this year? What do you need to do better in this year? These are things that you discover by conducting your annual business audit. Every single year, I would honestly recommend that you conduct an audit um, about your business, your relationship, your health, your finances. It's really, really difficult to measure growth without also identifying or evaluating where you actually are. The audit for you will help you to create the plan for how you move forward. You will use the result of this audit in your business if you do it correctly this year to maximize your growth and performance. You're going to discover the things that happened versus what needs to happen. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Is Donnie Wiggins in the stew? What it do, what it do? I am so excited that it's 2024 and I'm about to go ahead and give you some more of these notes to get your business in the shape so you can make a lot of money, maybe six, seven, eight figures that is because we get into the bag i'm about to give you something that you wish you already had because if you had these notes your business would have been dope last year but this year we're gonna make sure it's doper than a dope (laughs) okay i'm not ready yet all right Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins. As you guys can see, I am in a magnificent mood. Um, It's 2024. It's 2024. And you've already seen an episode or two of Full Transparency, but this is my first solo episode of 2024, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, You guys, I have literally been spending a lot of time leaning in on uh, what I need to do in my business this year. So uh, the year before last, I took a lot of time off and really slowed down. Um, I was doing work, but when I say I took time off, I wasn't uh, super aggressive about achieving uh, financial goals. We hit the goals, but I didn't go as hard as I had gone in 2017 and 18 and 19 and 20 and even 2021. And that was because something that I realized um, was that I needed to slow down in order to speed up. I wanted to be sure that I was building a business based off of things that I felt good about, uh, things that felt good to me and leveraging data. And I have been playing around a lot lately with AI. I was so opposed to AI. I don't even know that I was opposed to it more than I simply just did not understand AI when they first introduced all of these um, chat GPTs and everything that hit the scene. But I have been spending the last maybe 30 days playing with AI and seeing how I can leverage it in my business. And once I get really, really good at this, I am coming to teach y'all all all about AI. But I say it to say, um, over the last couple of weeks, I've specifically been utilizing AI to help me make certain decisions and projections in my own business. And I've been learning what questions to ask um, different platforms like ChatGPT to get really dialed in answers. And what you get is absolutely insane. So I wanted to do a business audit every single year. I conduct a business audit and I'm comparing uh, in that audit what my business actually did against what my projections and goals were for that year. And I don't just wait every single year to do a business audit. I actually do business audits uh, quarterly. And there are certain KPIs, key performance indicators, meaning things that make your business move forward or things that are preventing your business from moving forward that I look for every single time I conduct a business audit. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't overlooking anything. So I went to chat GPT and I said, what if if I have an eight figure business, what are some things that I need to potentially audit in my business? And it was so 
fulfilling in that moment to see that the things that you audit in an eight figure business are the things that you audit in a seven figure business are also sometimes the things that you audit in a six figure business. And they were the things that we were auditing already in our business. But looking at the response of it was like, wow, I don't know how they figured this out. But this artificial intelligence really understands the assignment. So uh, I went through this morning and I compiled, I actually taught about a week or so ago inside of my mentorship community, Actionable CEO. I taught them some things to audit uh, in their business so that you can make proper projections for this year. And I compared those notes against what ChatGPT gave me and I made a couple of tweaks and I want to go over with you guys to make sure you're on point. And the reason that I tell you that you need to conduct the business audit every single year, I would honestly recommend that you conduct an audit um, about your business, your relationship, your health, your finances, Audit all these areas of your life every single year so you can know how you're measuring up against the things that you actually desire for yourself, okay? So let's get to it. So at the beginning of every year, and again, quarterly, maybe even monthly for some of you, you want to audit things like your financial statements. You want to audit your operational processes. How are we doing things? Is it most uh, efficient? When we're talking about... um, how to get things done. Are we going the easiest route for the company and the simplest route for the customer or client? Or can we afford to improve in a couple of areas? When we're talking about finances, we're going through our statements. Are we subscribed to things that we shouldn't be subscribed to? We want to audit in areas of finance, finances, um, your operational processes. We're going to go over employee performances, um, marketing strategies, even down to your business goals. Sometimes you're carrying these goals year after year that are no longer in alignment with what your industry is doing, what the market is doing, or even with what you want. So we're going to talk about um, that. And the whole point of the audit is, number one, to make sure that you're still on track for the goals that you have set for yourself. But it's also to make sure um, that you you have the ability to have Uh, insight or to improve upon key areas in your business so you can continue to grow year after year after year, okay? So let's talk about it. Uh, First thing from a business perspective, we want to do a financial audit. This is so important, so, so, so important. So many of you may have bookkeepers and CPAs who are helping you to manage and organize your finances, but you need to literally go through your finances and put your own eyes on what you're bringing in and put your eyes equally on what you're bringing out. So I would be looking at my income statements. I would be printing out all of my income statements uh, from my uh, merchant account. So if you're using Stripe or you're using Square or whatever you're using to collect money, let's go ahead and print those statements out. You also want to print out your bank statements, your uh, balance sheets, your profit and loss statements. You want to have access to all these things. We're looking for areas in which we are overspending and you're also looking for areas in which you are underspending. For example, um, you might be overspending in a payroll that's not maximized, uh, but underspending in marketing. Makes sense. You might be overspending in subscriptions, but under underspending in paid advertisement. So we want to look at our income statements, our money statements, our balance sheets, and have a good understanding of where we sit and where we stand financially. This is also a great time to go through your bank statements, your credit card statements, and look at anything that's recurring. What are you subscribed to? And are you actually using those things? Are you actually using those things? Hey, listen, in this episode, it's going to be a really great idea if you start watching it And then pause it after every single thing that we have to audit. After every category that I give you to audit, it would be a great idea for you to just stop and do that and then come back to this episode once you've done that and you move on to the next step. I promise you when you do things in order, it's more likely that you're going to get the result that you want, okay? 
Are there any subscriptions that you haven't been utilizing lately? Um, are there any expenses that you need to cut back on? Anything that um, you spent more money on than it brought you back in profit uh, through information or through finances in your business last year? We want to look at all of those things. Audit with a fine tooth comb. Literally get you a highlighter or a red ink pen. Go through those statements and get to the bottom of every single uh, expense that you that you authorized or approved or made last year. And let's make sure everything that we're spending in 2024 is necessary to the business. Okay. Number two, we want to do an audit operationally. This is so important. We're looking for efficiency and maximum productivity here. We want to find anything that has that was preventing us from operating at our highest level of efficiency. So, for example, um, in your business, maybe to, I don't know, maybe to uh, get a sales call with you. Maybe your business requires that you do sales calls. And instead of having an automated calendar scheduling system, people have to send you a DM or an email in order for you to uh, be able to get them scheduled for a sales call. Or maybe you have a website and they're going in and putting their name and their phone number and their email address in this website, but it's not allowing them to actually schedule an appointment. It's sending you an email and then you have to email them back and then you got to go back and forth with them about what availability is or isn't. That is operationally inefficient. Operationally inefficient. And if that is what you've been doing year after year or what you did last year, then this is your opportunity during that audit to say, you know what, we're not doing this anymore because sometimes I'm not checking the email uh, same day. Sometimes people are waiting over the over the weekend and you're not catching people while they're ready to do business with you, while they're emotionally invested, while they're physically invested, while they're mentally all in. And now you want to go ahead and say, let me do something as simple as going to Calendly or going to um, what is it that we use um, schedule once uh, to, to book an appointment to let people do that automatically. Maybe you run a product based business and you're literally uh, filling out shipping labels one by one right now instead of using like a ship station uh, to manually or to, to automatically print your labels in bulk quantity. What are you doing right now operationally that is not maximum efficiency? What are you doing that's not maximum efficiency? So we want to look at our workflow and look at what the bottlenecks are. But also in addition to that, um, how much capacity do we have to operate? So here we want to look at, especially if you're in the product-based business, you want to look at how much inventory you have to sell in this year, how much inventory you have access to, um, what, what's your supply chain look like? Is it taking you four and five months to get inventory? Whereas if you just switched manufacturers or suppliers, you can get that same inventory in 30 to 45 days. Let's go ahead and look at operationally how we are acquiring inventory, how quickly, how much, who it's coming from, okay? If you are a service-based business, um, maybe it's not inventory for you. Maybe it's hours in a day. Maybe it is um, you've realizing during this audit that you're only one person and you don't have the, enough time in the day to serve more customers or clients. So for you, you're doing the math and you're saying, well, I can only satisfy this many customers in a day, a week, a month, or whatever, I'll never hit my money goals. I'll never hit my revenue goals. I'll never hit my profit goals if I am operating in this way. So now this operational audit will highlight for you the fact that this is a bottleneck and we need to solve for it. By the way, anything that we're finding to be the issue in our business, we are through this audit, we now are creating and implementing processes to solve for it. Okay? 
Does that make sense? Write that down. Solve for it. Every single thing that you highlight is very important that you don't approach this from the perspective of, oh, my God, so much is wrong in my business. I haven't been doing X, Y and Z right. No, these are opportunities that you are discovering and uncovering for you to solve for. OK. Um, also, operationally, how are you intercommunicating with your team? Meaning, do you do you need to have more team meetings? I know that. Uh, we, we need to have more team meetings, right? What needs to, is the communication process taking too long? Um, a common thing that will happen is that it takes too long to go from idea to execution. And that might be the case if you're doing a once a week team meeting. Well, on Monday, if you have a team meeting, I'm sure on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even over the weekend, you've had some new ideas. You have new things that you want to execute on, but you got to wait a whole week to get to another meeting. So if you identify that it's taking too long for you and your team to actually execute, this might be a good time to say, you know what, once weekly meetings won't be enough, we need to meet at the beginning, the middle and the end of the week. Uh, maybe you're having meetings and you are finding that in your meetings, you or your team members are forgetting what you want to talk about. This happens so often. I've sat in on so many entrepreneurs team meetings and I'll hear their leader or uh, someone on the team say, oh, man, it was something that I wanted to talk to you guys about today, but I totally forgot it. Well, that can be fixed by having a rolling agenda and a, a rolling team agenda. And I'll train on how to conduct a team meeting uh, at another time. But just to give you this little piece, you want to have a rolling agenda that everybody who attends the meeting, everybody who is pivotal to the meeting has access to. So whenever you have an idea, whenever something comes up before a meeting, each department has their section of what we'd like to discuss during this meeting, including you as the CEO. And that way you're not forgetting ideas. This helps you to create an agenda for your meeting and making sure that your intercommunication processes run smoothly and according to a plan. And you're having meetings that can be handled in one to two hours instead of four to six hours. Okay. Something else that you might, might want to audit for, I believe we're on number three. Uh, you'll be auditing for your employment, your employees' performance. This is a great time for you to do reviews with your team members. This is a great time to do performance reviews. In those performance reviews, you are reviewing their year in past, right? So you're reviewing previous year and you're having conversations about uh, you're at that point also double checking what the role requires based on what was actually done, what the role requires, what was done. So you can say, what did I hire this person to do? And over the last 12 months, did those things get done? So we're auditing for performance. Then we're also, during these employee reviews, we're setting goals and expectations. We are recommunicating what the expectations are. We are setting new goals. We're monitoring old goals. And we are looking for also training opportunity. Sometimes you don't have bad employees. Sometimes you don't have incompetent employees. Sometimes you don't have lazy employees. Sometimes you have bad training or a lack thereof. I've experienced this myself. Sometimes you don't have training in place to work with your employees and actually give them an opportunity to be set up for success. And let me sit here for just a minute because this is so important. It doesn't matter how busy you are. The moment that you decide that you want to hire team, get help, you need to create a plan that allows these new team members to work with you if you're a solopreneur right now or to work with someone who would be that their direct supervisor over the next three to six months. You guys should be working super closely together. Why? Because you're bringing somebody in that you want, you want to see your vision. You want them to be bought into your vision. You want them to learn the way you think. You want them to make decisions about your company like you would make or for the best interest of your company. You want them to understand the assignment. Well, they're not going to understand the assignment simply by receiving a training manual. They're not going to understand the whole assignment simply 
by uh, issuing them an SOP or a standard operating procedure. They ha- you want to build team culture. Team culture isn't going to be built just by getting on a weekly meeting every single week. You want to reserve time to actually spend time and let your new employees, especially if you are the CEO, And right now you are hiring C-suite. So your operations, your COOs, your CMOs, um, maybe presidents, other officers, you want that person shadowing you for the next three to six months or more or more. You want that person shadowing you. You want um, you want your assistant shadowing you. If there is an operations manager in between you and Uh, the person that that needs the training, the new employee, then that person should be shadowing your operations manager, shadowing whoever their next in command is. But those next in commands need to be having regular communication with you about uh, employee performance so that months don't go by and you're realizing that somebody was mismanaging money, somebody was speaking to your customers poorly, somebody was not doing their job, somebody is way behind on expectations, uh, orders are not going out. If you're going months without figuring those details out, then in this audit, you will discover that you likely have a training issue or a management issue or a leadership issue. And remember, this is just something else that we need to solve for. Okay. All right. Also, you want to make sure um, this is a good time for you when you're doing a, um, a team audit or an employee audit. This is a good time for you to look at what professional development opportunities exist outside of your company for your team. So, for example, if you have a team uh, with videographers and photographers, there may be some conferences, some industry specific or role specific conferences that would be a good idea for those team members to attend so they can sharpen their skills and contribute better to your organization. Okay. Um, Let's see. This is also a good time when we're talking about employee and team performance, this is also a good time to make sure that um, everyone is in compliance with your policies and procedures, okay? So maybe you have a human resources department, maybe you are the human resources department, but there are some compliance measures in place, meaning how do we check in, clock in and clock out? How do we account for our time? How do we account for overtime? How do we account for commission? Um, What's the dress code like and are we adhering to that? Whatever your HR policies are, how do we call out? How do we request sick time? How do we handle tardiness, right? Whatever HR compliance policies and regulations you have in place, this is a good time to make sure that everybody is checking all of the boxes according to your standard. This allows you to go into the new year with ease and flow, especially where your team is uh, concerned. This allows you to contribute significantly in a major way to the overall culture of your organization. I like to put policies in place so that you can just point to the policy instead of making emotional decisions. And this is a good time to make sure everybody is on track with that. Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of result, but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media? You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client. Great news is that's my superpower. So I'm sending you three text messages every single day, excluding major holidays, directly to your phone of exactly what you need to post to get people to buy and convert them into clients and customers. All you have to do is join my program, Post to Paid, and you can do so by texting the words Post to Paid to 404-737-2767. And the best news is just $37 a month. So hurry up, send me the text. I'm looking for it now. Let's see what else is important. Okay, Uh, this is a great time to audit number four, marketing. Marketing, 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 marketing. Uh, You are looking to for right now, were we doing organic marketing? Were we doing paid marketing? Uh, And if so, what what was the effort of that marketing? Did we market at all? Or 
Were we just kind of posting and hoping that people would understand that you have something available to sell to sell? This is the time where you actually say, hey, I need to understand marketing at a different level. If I was marketing, then you are analyzing the performance of past marketing campaigns. What worked in the previous year, what didn't work so well? What did we spend a lot of effort, time, and resources on, but we didn't get back the result that we were looking for? And do we plan to carry that into this current year, or do we plan to make some tweaks to it? Is there something that we could have done better in a marketing campaign? Um, did we have all of our metrics in place for, for marketing? Were we covering all bases? Were we on all of the social media platforms that we should have been on? Uh, were we maximizing all of our efforts and capitalizing on text messages and um, automated DMs and, and emails and podcast interviews? Were we maximizing all possible channels that we have access to or did we kind of tiptoe around marketing a little bit? Did we have a lot of plan and strategy, but we did not execute well on marketing? We want to look at all of those things. We want to look at our metrics from social media. What type of posts got the most engagement? What type of posts um, got us the most followers, got us the most shares? Those are going to be very, very important metrics. How many people shared it? how many people engaged with us, how many new followers, meaning awareness and, and, and community growth, did we have as a result of things that we posted? It would be a great idea for you to monthly this year make a Google document, some type of storage process. Uh, maybe you put it in your Notion board if you're using that for project management. It would be a great idea for you to right now in this year, while we're at the top of the year, to get in the habit of pulling your best performing content each week. So what posts got the most engagement, got the most shares every single week? Start stockpiling that. Uh, I would use Google Drive just to put that there because I want to see the actual post. I want to see a screenshot of it. I want to see the link. I want to see the metrics, a screenshot of all of the metrics. Um, and I want to make my notes about it, about why we made that post, what we believe worked about it, and what it did for us in the business. Let me tell you something. This will end up being, and you do this for social media, you do this for your ads, you do this for the best emails that went out, <clears throat> you do this for the text messages that produce the best result, and then you're going to have for the years to come and the months to come what's called a swipe file, meaning when it's time to strategize, when it's time to plan a new launch, when it's time to plan for business growth, when it's time to plan for, I don't know, vacation and the business still has to work, you then have a swipe file to say, this is what we did last year that worked very well. We don't have to think about this too hard. I'm going to swipe this information that we did last year, this same delivery from last year, and we're going to do it again this year. You know that what worked in January of the previous year will work in January of this year. You know that what worked in June of last year will work in June of this year. We understand what the Martin Luther King Day special was and why it worked or why it didn't. We understand the Valentine's Day promo. We understand the 4th of July promo. This right now, when you're going through and doing an audit of your marketing performance, is a great time that if you were not documenting throughout all of last year, Go ahead and start documenting now. And while you're documenting what you did in years previous, you also want to create a workflow or an SOP, which is a standard operating procedure of how you will document regularly and consistently this year. So you're documenting past performance as well as documenting the same performance this year. It's very important. Let me let me make sure you understand this. You don't want to create a habit, a habit of saying, oh, well, I'm swiping something from January of last year and I'm using it in January of this year. I don't have to document that because it's already documented. Nope. You have to document that, too. You have to document specifically what you do in your business because we may not get the same result. The result may be 10 X. Or the result could be uh, not as great as it was before. So we have to document everything, okay?
branding, when we're talking about auditing marketing, uh, how's our branding? Is our branding communicating the message that we want to deliver through our imaging, through our messaging, through the feel that we've created? Or do we need some help? Have we received some feedback about our branding? Um, when we were putting that branding out, was it eye catching? Did we garner did we did we garner a lot of attention or did people kind of not notice our branding? Let's go ahead and look at everything. So we have again a plan. The audit for you will help you to create the plan for how you move forward. And you will use this plan to better lead your team, to better choose your systems, to better create operational procedures and workflows, to create new products and offers, to deploy marketing strategies. You will use the result of this audit in your business if you do it correctly this year to maximize your growth and performance this year. Okay. Um, technology, technology, systems. Let's go ahead and do an audit here. Were our systems sufficient? Number one, um, is it time for us to get off of the free trial of systems and platforms and move on to uh, leveraging a paid version of these same software, of this same software? Do we need more access to different reporting that the free version doesn't give us access to? Are we using systems that kind of do the same thing just as great? Sometimes you'll have a system. There are email softwares now that uh, you can email, you can text through, you can create landing pages. I don't always recommend that you use the landing page feature in your email software if you're just using an email platform versus like a CRM. And that's because even though they offer it as a feature, they don't really do it well. You don't have much ability to um, customize as much as you want. Their technical support team can't help you be creative enough or it's stopping you from implementing a certain type of workflow. You can't connect or integrate to this or this or this, or you can't perform this functionality because that platform, though they offer it, is incredibly limited. It would be a great idea for you to now look at all of your software, all of your hardware, and determine what needs to upgrade. Yes, your hardware too. Are you using, if you're producing a lot of content, are you using the most up-to-date phones, cameras, lenses? If you are uh, storing a lot of data, do you have sufficient hard drives? If you are transmitting a lot of files, do you have the best computers, the most up-to-date? Uh, does, does anything need to be cleaned off? Do you need to run it through a cybersecurity suite? Uh, do you need to offload some files from last year that are no longer relevant and put those things on a hard drive so that you have access and space and room and there's no bottleneck in the hardware that you're using in your business, are you operating at maximum capacity from a software perspective and from a hardware perspective? This is also a great time in your in the technology piece. This is also a great time to go in and change all your passwords. Update everybody's passwords. Send all the team members a notification that passwords to access certain systems have been updated and changed. This is a good time for you to employ uh, the efforts of a, a platform like LastPass, if you're manually giving out passwords, I'm guilty of doing the same thing. Even though we have LastPass in our business, sometimes it's just easier to say, oh, let me just send them the password for this. But this is how you become um, unprotected. This is how you become exposed in a bad way to hackers and scammers and all kinds of stuff. Uh, this is a great time to change all of your passwords and do this on all of your systems. Do this on uh, your cell phone. Do this on your bank accounts. Just change everything across the board. All right. Uh, and then as a result of your uh, audit from a technology perspective, you'll determine what needs to be upgraded, what needs to be replaced, what needs to be merged together, okay? Uh, I lost track of what number we're on. I think I am on one, two, three. I think that was four, but fix it on your paper. I lost track, okay? Number five, we want to do a legal audit. Legal, 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 legal. This is when you are crossing all T's, dotting all I's, and you are making, did I just say we're on number four? 
or number five? Did I say I did number four or this is number five? Or was that number three and this is number four? This is five? Okay. Number five. I got to start writing this stuff down. Okay. So uh, legal, 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 legal. First of all, are you legally set up? Do you have your... Uh, your business formation setup, that is your LLC, that is your S Corp, your C Corp, that is your partnership. And if you are in partnership, do you have an operating agreement in place? Last year, I saw um, one of my favorite brands almost go completely under to a point of uh, not being able to repair it based on a partnership that went really, really bad. And there was no operating agreement in place. So uh, those partners weren't trying to make a decision with any level of urgency because it's like, well, if you don't, then I don't. And I'm not. So you can't. And you can't because I don't. And I won't. And that's not my part. If you have other people involved in ownership, equity of your business, make sure that from a legal perspective, you have all of your um, operating agreements in place. Not only that. Make sure you are registered with the uh, your secretary of state, okay? Not only that, let's now go ahead and start protecting our intellectual property. That means your logo. Let's go ahead and get that trademarked. Let's go ahead and get your company name trademarked. Let's go ahead and copyright all of our, uh, all of your, um, your, your teaching and training materials, okay? If there are things that need to be patented, let's go ahead and patent that. Now is the time for you to get on the phone and do a consultation with a business attorney and find out where you are exposed, find out where you are in danger, and get that corrected. There are people, uh, Cat Williams just recently did an interview uh, with Shannon Sharp. First of all, <laughs> That interview said, that interview was like the top of 2024, and it certainly kicked in the year with Black Air Force Ones on. Like that that was a, we're kicking through with Black Air Force One kind of energy. Um, however, something that stood out from a business perspective uh, was Kat talking about his name that he used to go by. And there was a company that reached out to him and said, hey, you can't use your own name. You can't use this name anymore because we own the trademark on this. So he received a cease and desist. He had to stop using that name. And now he uses the name that we all know him by, Cat Williams. But it would be a terrible day in your life if you can't use your own name. I remember like five or six years ago, there were these two influencers arguing back and forth on Instagram. And one of them... <laughs> I purchased the other person's um, name. And like now, you know, obviously there are things that you can do to course correct stuff like that, but it's a headache. If you are a brand and you are using your own name as the brand, go ahead and trademark your name, okay? In the categories in which you choose to use it. Uh, do the same thing for your business. Do the same thing for your nickname, Make sure all that's handled. Um, also, this is a great time for you to make sure that you have uh, ownership of all of your social media handles, your web domains, all of those things. Let's get that in place, okay? Uh, also, from a legal perspective, uh, you want to renew. I think it's pretty much the same in every state. I know it is here in Georgia. Um, you want to make sure that you renew your entity, meaning you reestablish and re-register your entity. And depending on what state you're in, you may have to do that every year, every two years, every five years, every 10 years. Renew your entity, okay? It's like $100 in most states or less to renew your entity. And that will prevent you from losing, number one, your entity, but also being fined by your local government for not doing so. And there's this new reporting that you'll have to do. I believe you have until the end of the year if you're already an established LLC where you have to disclose ownership information about your LLC. Uh, if you start an LLC this year, I believe you have 90 days to do so. Otherwise, um, it costs you like about $500 a day in penalties. So again, speak to a legal professional, a business attorney, and make sure that you have everything in place. Okay, that was number five. 
Hey, hey, you guys, it's your girl Donnie Wiggins, co-host of the Social Proof Podcast. And did you know that we had a members-only exclusive community? Yes, you are able to access David and I on a monthly basis for live Q&A. You are also able to get our episodes before it drops to the general public. You will also get exclusive discounts on our merch. Take a look. And not only that, you're going to get the behind the scenes footage of what it looks like on Social Proof. I'm talking about our bloopers, David and I as CEOs operating our business. You'll even get behind the scenes of some of our successful friends. And you get access to this from $5 to $40. You choose your membership access, general admission, family admission, or VIP. We cannot wait to see you on the inside. Click the link in either my bio, the bio of the Social Proof Podcast Instagram page, or go over to David's page, Sleep is for Suckers, and hit the bio there. Any way you access it, access it. We'll see you on the inside. Number six, you want to audit uh, your customer experience. So... What feedback have your customers been giving you? What praises have they been uh, singing about you? We want to do more of that stuff that led to those positive testimonials and areas of opportunity for great feedback. But also, what critique, what criticism have you been hearing over and over and over again? We want to use that as an opportunity to, to plan for ways to do less of that, right? So you're looking at the overall customer uh, journey. What kind of results have you been getting? You're looking at your testimonials. This is where you are. Uh, we're going to talk about auditing your products in number seven. But you want to look at the customer results and what kind of testimonials you're getting there. Um, is there any area to improve? How can you make your customers happy? How can you improve the journey? Um, number seven, audit your products, services, and offers. Are these things still relevant? Are there things that have shifted in your industry that means that your information also needs to shift? Are there things that you need, programs and offers that you need to retire? Do you have an offer that you believed in wholeheartedly, but you're not getting much feedback about it? You're not getting any testimonials about it. That might be an indication that you need to go in there and change some things up. Is it time for you to revise some of your offers? Um, is it time for us to revise or retire an offer? That's something that you definitely want to look at. Are we, do we have too many offers or do we not have enough offers? Okay. These are all things that you want to consider. Is there time now to consider customer feedback and how we create offers or edit offers or present offers in this new year? We are auditing in all of those categories. Seriously, I seriously uh, implore you to look at what you're offering. Don't let that same t-shirt just keep going. If it's doing well, fantastic. But now how can we grow from there? Don't let that same course be eight years old at this point. And you're talking about Instagram growth hacks and strategies from, you know, 2012 that are no longer relevant today. We need to update those things. And this is a great time for you to do it. So we're auditing in that perspective as well. And then the last thing that we want to audit for, or the last thing that we have time to talk about today, are auditing your goals. Let's actually look at what previous year's goals were against what this what previous year's actuals were. So it's actual versus projection. Actual is what really happened. Projection is what the goal was, okay? What you thought it would be, what you wanted it to be. Let's look at actual versus projected did we smash through the target fantastic if so what did we do to smash through the target were we thinking too low uh did we have some type of growth opportunity throughout the year that said uh, that that brought us massive exposure did you get on some podcasts that brought you exposure that you didn't plan for did you have a post that went viral how can we duplicate that activity did we not smash through our goals are we super far away if so what happened did we project incorrectly did we have realistic expectations did we have x and by realistic i mean did we have expectations that we were able to match in offers and work ethic sometimes you are not reaching your goals because what you expect 
is not in alignment with what you're willing to do and what you're able to offer. And that is the truth. So when we talk about realistic expectations, you'll hear me sometimes say my expectations are unrealistic. My life is based on things that weren't supposed to be real for me. Well, the reason that I am achieving what some people would think are unrealistic expectations is because it's unbelievable the amount of work that I have put in, the amount of learning that I'm willing to do, the amount of tweaking and perfecting and revising and going back, the amount of sleep that I have been willing to lose. Most people aren't willing to do it and you don't have to. You don't have to do any of that. But what you will have to do is adjust your expectation, adjust the plan, adjust the goal. Are you right there on par with the goal that you had set for previous year? If so, why did it happen? How did it happen? What are the major things that contributed to these goals? Now, I believe I gave you eight things that you want to eight or nine, eight or nine things that you want to audit in your business for maximum growth in this year. These are things that you want to audit and you want to stop. It doesn't matter that the year has already started. If you've done an audit, but you weren't this thorough, it's time to go back and do the parts that you skipped. If you've never done an audit before, it's totally fine. Now you have the components that you are measuring and monitoring and you can go ahead and do your audit now. But it's really, really difficult to measure growth without also identifying or evaluating where you actually are. You can't know how much you've grown until you know where you were. You don't know how much weight you lost unless you knew how much you weighed to begin with. Does that make it real for you? Does that make it make sense for you? So you want to stop and you want to use the rest of this week this weekend to go through and do an audit, get your team involved, allow them to contribute the key areas in which they're able to contribute, get feedback going between your team, get feedback going between you and your customers, get feedback going between you and your accountabilities, and you get this audit done. And once you get the audit done, you'll be in what's called discovery. Okay, in the audit stage, you'll be going through evaluation and then you're going to go through evaluation is when you're pulling all those reports together and you are looking at evaluating what actually happened versus what was supposed to happen. And then you're going to go into discovery. You're going to discover the things that happened versus what needs to happen. Okay, you're discovering new ideas. Okay, and then that's going to move you into solving. You're now solving for. So I know what happened. I know what I wanted to happen. And because I'm able to compare this data against each other, I can create a solution because I have this variable and this variable. I can now add, subtract, multiply and divide, delegate or take back as needed to solve for what we want to be our growth measure going forward. Where do you want to be this year? What do you want to accomplish in this year? What do you need to do better in this year? Where can you increase performance? Where can you increase efficiency? How can you build a better culture? How can you be a better CEO? How can your business be a better organization? How can your customers get more results? How can you get more exposure? How can you get more of the right exposure? How can you get better exposure? How can you take your customer through a longer, more extended journey? How can you spend money more effectively? How can you profit more? These are things that you discover by conducting your annual business audit. And here's a bonus. I want you to audit yourself. I want you to audit yourself. How'd you show up this year? How did you deal with obstacles? How did you deal with wins? How did you deal with losses? How did you have how did you handle having tough conversations? How did you show up as a leader? Were you punctual this year? Or does your time need to be improved? Hey y'all, punctuality is the top of the list for me. So far I've been doing good. I walked in here right at 10 o'clock. I walked in here right at let me tell you, I was going around all the cars. Do you hear me? All the cars. I went around all the cars because I made it a point like at the top of the year. For me, I realize one of the things that are constantly a, a pain in my behind is punctuality. I was listening to Jim Rohn this morning, though. I love me some Jim Rohn. 
I was listening to Jim Rohn this morning and I learned today that Jim Rohn also struggled with punctuality. One of my favorite distant mentors of all time, uh, someone whose career path I would absolutely model for myself also struggled with punctuality, but he also in later years made it his number one goal to work on his time and be more efficient in his time and to be on time. And so in this year, I am being on time. You know what I put in place to be on time? So I'm in this group chat, this accountability chat with two friends of mine, um, Lemire Mitchell and, and Milan. And, um, we're in this group chat and I said that punctuality was the thing, but I needed a consequence and that I would drop a hundred dollars into a group fund. Anytime I am not punctual, I drop a hundred dollars into this group fund. And whenever they don't do what they said they would do, they also have to drop a hundred dollars into this group fund. And we would use that money at the end of the year to plan a group trip. We went on a group trip last year and it was fantastic. We used that money and put it towards a group trip. Now, nobody actually agreed to do it because they were like $100 every time I mess up. Are you kidding me? I'm going to talk to them and bring it back up again uh, and, and try to put that in place because I'm really motivated to do right by what I know the consequences to be. Like we follow the law because we understand that the consequence could be to go to jail and we don't want to do that. Right. So. If there are some things that you discover in your self audit, your personal audit that you need to do better and you need immediate accountability for cheat code, put a consequence in place and not just any consequence, not $5 instead of $100, not $15 instead of the $100, put a consequence in place that will be painful for you. Like after the third, fourth time of doing this, it's like, all right, let me get my stuff together because I am not going to continue to put myself through X, Y, Z consequence simply because I can't practice discipline. All right. So we've got it. The with the bonus, I believe we're at 10, 10, um, 10 things that you need to audit in your business right now to have a more successful, highly profitable year. I'll see you guys next week. Don't forget, if you are looking for mentorship and you want to start this year off strong, you need to be in my mentorship community, Actionable CEO, where I am working with entrepreneurs every single week, professionally, financially, and personally developing them into the best entrepreneur ever. They already got this information. They already started their audit right at the top of the year. We're already on track. You need to be on track as well. Actionable CEO, you guys, I am putting so much of my energy resources and effort into actionable CEO. My peers think I'm crazy because actionable CEO is only $97 a month. And I'm like, this is what I want to focus on. $97 a month. You have me along the journey with you. Actionableceo.com. Go to the site, see all of the features and benefits and decide if it's the type of community that you need to be in to reach your next level right now. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.